the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, 5'2". It's all I need, yeah. And 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Taco Tuesday. Never had a sound effect. <laughs> as we munch, munch. As we go into 2023, that's going to be the goal. You know, Taco Tuesday sound. Yeah, or you know what I want for Christmas? What? I want me. What I want for Christmas is I want me some sound effects for Taco Tuesday. Is that too much to ask? Give me a taco. I'll get you a sound effect. Yeah. Um, is it too much to ask that we no, actually? No, no. Mm-hmm. Is it too much to ask that we actually have free and fair elections in the United States of America? Because right now we don't. Can Santa can 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 Santa hook me up with that? Uh, I, I'm hoping hmm. he can at least get you the sound effects. Yeah. Um, by the way, we are streaming right now, and I know I need to adjust the camera <laughs> here. That <laughs> I think it's only uh, showing my eyes at this point. I will adjust it, but we are streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page, my Facebook, on my Twitter. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K Show. Email me at Andrea K Show. I get emails throughout the show. I love that so much. Um, the live number is 888-344-1170. If you just want to call in and pass along a message, the best thing to do is email me or um, I will give out the 24-hour hotline in, in a few minutes. I don't want to give it out right now on the heels of giving out the live number because that can be confusing. But if you just want to you know, give us a topic idea suggestion or just comment without talking live on air, I'm going to give out that number in a little bit. Last night, we had so many calls. We couldn't get to them at times. I was in the middle of a guest, but we just love it in a appreciate you guys interacting with the show so if you call in and we can't and you do want to go on air and we can't get to you right away please hang in there because i really 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 uh we do the show for you guys and we want it to be interactive we want to engage with you we want to have a conversation with you and so uh definitely definitely you're going to want to to call in 888-344-1170 all right um so much to get into. You already heard his voice, but let me give him a formal introduction. It's DJ Potato Skins. Standing room only here tonight, everybody. Standing room only. Okay. Well, um, why are you standing? Are you are you trying to work out and get yeah, some piece steps of equipment in? not working as it should, so I have to be able to uh, try and get my arms length uh, to try and get it adjusted during the show. Oh, okay. Um, well... Nothing that affects the on-air sound. We're fine here. Okay. Well, very good. So, um... Hopefully, you know, you've you've done your flex. Hopefully, you've been working out. And Hey, you know, Twitter's got less bugs than the piece of equipment I'm working out with. <laughs> They're starting to improve. Hey, you know what? Let's let's we want the audience to to think that we you know that you know we're like the luxury brand here, okay? And that we're not working out of we're not 
Wayne's World working out of a basement, right, with, you know, inferior with inferior uh, equipment here. All right. Um, look, I do see that there's some sound issues I'm hearing, see, seeing on the Facebook Live. We'll take care of the sound on the Facebook Live Should in the fine. break if we're having some sound issues there. All right. Um, we actually, before the show, we like to start the show with what we think is the hottest topic for the day. And I got to tell you guys, we were talking before the show and somebody said, well, the China and the protests there are the biggest, are, 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 is the biz- biggest story in the world. And I thought, well, why, why is it really? Maybe it is, but should it be? Or should or, or or is that just what the mainstream media and the legacy media and the corporate media wants us to be focused on and why? Why are they wanting us to focus on that? There's protests. There have been protests going on continually in Iran since this young gal decided to protest. She was she was um, actually protest erupted at, after the morality police came and beat up this girl and she ended up dead in Iran. We've had continued protests. It's been practically two months now. I mean, is there is is there a country where the younger people that has more young people fighting for their freedoms on an ongoing basis than Iran? We don't even know how many people have died in the in the course of those protests, given the fact that uh, the media and uh, has been cut off from what's going on over there. I applaud the freedom fighters. It's absolutely important. But isn't that what we've always said, Andrea? What what they want us to focus on in the mainstream media on a daily basis always seems to be not what is really going on, or at least it's a distraction from what we should be paying attention to. Well, yeah, it's a distraction. It's it's to push some kind of it's it's either just to distract us from something we should be focused on, or it's to push a narrative. Because if you understand that the legacy media is a, is about partnering with the Democrats and the uniparty system to centralize the power against us, then you have to, you have to, you should be questioning why one story is so important or at least, or at least be questioning the narrative that they're pushing. At least be questioning the narrative that they're pushing, right? Here's the thing uh, that, and, and that's why when I talked about China last night, I talked about it in the context of, um, of of how similar we are to what's going on. In fact, can somebody tell me the main difference between? I guess it's just in extremes, right? That the citizens over there are protesting because of the what Fauci and others and DeSantis today has called it draconian lockdowns over there. I actually think the lockdowns we had here in this country were quite draconian. In fact, I want to play when it skins when he, when he has a chance in a minute. There was a clip I wanted to play for you guys for Ron DeSantis today and what he had to say about it. Um, before we play that, the White House finally released a statement on it, and it was quite tepid, of course. If we're going to talk about China, maybe we should talk about it in these protests. Maybe we should talk about it in the context of um, if you think it's the biggest story, why and what's the what's the narrative that's being pushed here? And then also, what could we be learning from it? For me, the number one thing that we should be reinforcing to those that are paying attention to this story is that there's the reason why it's ridiculous for anybody to be talking about whether or not Xi Jinping is going to go away or whether or not he's, you know, there's going to be some kind of coup. They don't have the Second Amendment. They don't have the Second Amendment. That's what stopped the Hong Kong protest. And protests. they're coming for ours. And they're coming for ours. The only difference between China lockdowns and ours were really just degrees. But I, but for the United States of America, see, that's something else you got to be paying attention to. When the left talks about, oh, draconian measures over there, dr- draconian measures. 
What about here? Was that not draconian? Why are they trying to focus on those? Is it why are they focusing so much on this? Is it because they want to try to make you think that what we suffered here was somehow okay and reasonable? It wasn't. Here was the White House response today. Um, as we've said, we think it's going to be very difficult for the People's uh, Republic of China. Um, to contain this virus through this zero COVID strategy. Uh, We've long said everyone has the right to peacefully protest here in the United States and around the world. This includes PRC. Um, Yeah, um, no surprise there. Is this news? Is this news that the White House is, you know, isn't supporting protest or doing anything? I mean, this is the Biden administration. He was vice president when Iran, there was an opportunity in the Obama administration to actually do some regime. If the, if the Obama administration, they were all about their Arab Spring, right? They were all about taking out Muammar Gaddafi, right? They were all about taking out Hosni Mubarak. They were, they were about every regime change that was, was a secular strong man that actually protected Christians in the area and replacing them with the Muslim Brotherhood. They had no interest in regime change, and supporting any freedom fighters in the streets when it involved getting rid of the Iranian regime, which is the yep. world's largest state sponsor of terror. And they don't have any interest in supporting the freedom fighters over in China. Of course. But if, but and then it begs the question, what could we do about it anyway? There's so much discussion over Ron DeSantis. I was asked today. By somebody uh, who said, you know what, I, I'm beginning to question whether or not I want to support Trump going into 2024. Uh, would you vote for DeSantis? I said, I'm not going to declare right now two years in advance who I'm going to vote for. It's too far away. And we need people to be con- fighting for it. We need people, including Trump. We need we need people fighting. He wants it. And he needs pro- to earn it. And everybody's got to earn it. And that's if we make it to 2024. We're going to talk about the latest in, in, in Arizona in the elections in a moment. But unless something seriously changes between now and 2024, um, you know, what's the point of even talking about it? But here's what Ron DeSantis had to say today. I thought we had the clip. Do we have a clip of yes, Ron? DeS- yeah, I, I just can't find a hand. What and he had to say today. About about the the draconian lockdowns. And then as you've seen that go on in China, you know, there's reports that Apple is not allowing the protesters to use this airdrop function where they're trying to communicate. That obviously is providing aid and comfort to the CCP. And so you see that report and that's very concerning. And then when you also hear reports that Apple is threatening to remove Twitter from the App Store because Elon Musk is actually opening it up for free speech and is restoring a lot of accounts that were uh, unfairly and illegitimately suspended for putting out accurate information about COVID. That's like one of the main things that's being reinstated. So many things these experts were wrong at, and you had people on Twitter that were calling that out. And Twitter, the old regime in Twitter, their response was to try to just suffocate the dissent. And, and, and Elon Musk knows that's not a winning formula, and so he's uh, providing free speech. And so if Apple responds to that, 
by nuking them from, from the App Store, you know, I think that that would be a huge, huge mistake, and it would be a really raw exercise of monopolistic power that I think would merit a response uh, from, from the United States Congress. And so uh, don't be a vassal of the CCP on one hand and then use your corporate power in the United States on the other to suffocate Americans and try to suppress their right to express themselves. And so I'm glad. Yeah, good, good, good points there because he's pointing out the hypocrisy, right? of um the left you know and that the the and this is why i'm questioning why this story is supposed to be so big uh, for us here right uh you know we the, the why is the mainstream media focusing so much on pushing this chinese story when they, they're the same people that have colluded with big tech to destroy our freedom of speech here to deny us the information we 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 have the right to uh to have the truth, we're not, I, I, I think there was an article that came out today that uh, Twitter has removed any of the old uh, COVID um, fact checking and quote disinformation checking going on on Twitter, right? I mean, how, I guess my point is how far away, how distant are we from what's going on in China, right? They want us to be looking at China because they want us to be ignoring the, the Chinese communistic CCP-esque tactics that are being used against us in our own country this wasn't the clip i was actually thinking of we might not have pulled that today but it had to do with governor DeSantis calling these uh the saying that the zero covid policy was at, at attempt uh was uh draconian well of course it was but that doesn't mean and this is and, and this is why i'm not sure that i'm supporting DeSantis going into 2024 he's not quite been strong enough for me in the anti-covid crackdown realm he was real quick to to uh he, he and he changed his positions later when he reopened florida he changed his positions later he he was quick to push the shots he actually signed into law i believe something that made made shots mandatory he backed off of that but i don't like the messaging today that china's dr- trying have that clip if you want it um we may save that for uh for uh the next segment um but um, the idea, the push that what's going on in China is so draconian is meant to minimize, in my opinion, or at least it feeds the notion that what happened here in the United States of America was not draconian, that it was somehow okay, that, that, that it's stupid or wrong or oppressive for China to try to come up with a, to try to implement some zero COVID policy, but it's okay to try to implement some, what, 5% COVID policy? I don't want to hear that language because what it does is it pushes the notion that there is some percentage that the government should be seeking and seeking it through the means of controlling our lives. And I'm not interested in that. So and, and, and thank you for pulling that clip. But you know what? I don't want to play it because, quite frankly, I am about freedom in this country. And where were our freedom fighters? Well, there was some here in San Diego as a part of the reopened San Diego crowd. And you know what? There was one woman. Remember remember who got chosen to be who was an essential worker and who wasn't? You know who was declared not an essential worker? Hairdressers, right? Like they, like. I had a friend's business shut down twice and they barely were able to still make it. I think she was on the show she once. She was on the show. She was on the show. There was another hairdresser. I mean, I, I guess you could say getting your hair cut and getting your hair dyed isn't it essential. But is um, but then we had strip clubs open in San Diego County. Well, that's the 
That's exactly the point. Who who's making these decisions on what's essential and who's not? Not only and that, it for them to say right. So we had a we didn't have protest en masse in this country. Nope. So if we're going to talk, I think if we're going to talk about China, we've got to talk about it from a compare and contrast. And we've got to highlight the fact that we had draconian measures shoved on us. We had an economy destroyed. We had lives destroyed. Children's schools shut down. It was ridiculous. The masks that were forced on us, all draconian. And when we did have sporadic rallies like Reopen San Diego, we had people arrested. The Chinese uh, Communist Party... Uh, government issued a statement today and they said that they are encouraging the police to strike down the protesters. Well, we had police beach. Yeah, Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't sit on a beach. In fact, I was outside. I think it was world famous. They're not paid to advertise here. I think I was waiting for a table outside world famous at one point when restaurants finally did reopen and I was waiting outside for a table. And I wasn't even allowed to sit, you know, down at a Mission Beach and Pacific Beach along the boardwalk. Yeah. They've got the concrete little half wall. I couldn't even sit on the wall. The cops came and told me I could stand in front of the wall, but I couldn't sit on the wall. Because sitting is COVID loves sitting. They threatened to arrest me for trying to sit on a wall. Going to take a break when we come back. I mean, what do you guys think? I, I, I think we need to shift gears. I think that's all I'm going to talk about with China. Because I think I'm going to spend the rest of the show talking about all the issues we've got going on here at home. So that was your China segment. And now we're going to talk about the real problems we've got. And that's involving the cultural Marxist Chinese communistic war that's going on. Chinese communistic policy war that's going on inside the United States of America. And that involves our elections. We're going to update you on what happened in Arizona when we come back. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Ooh, that's a nice groove. I guess it's good news if you care about soccer or football, spelled F-U-T-B-O-L. USA did beat Iran, I believe it is, in the World Cup. I would not know this. Somebody told me this. Before the show tonight, so congratulations, USA. Hey, anything USA. Yeah, anything USA, right? Um, except for the fact that I think that they changed, I think they, I read somewhere that they changed the flag and turned it into a rainbow, maybe, and support for LBGT going over to Cutter. Don't be doing that, okay? First of all, I can't stand soccer. Second of all, don't be, don't be going there. I mean, you're, you're really not the sport of choice in America anyway. And if you want to, if you want to come up the ladder in terms of appreciation and become, you know, more of America's pastime, um, you know, don't, don't go woke, right? That's my thought on that. I vote I under duress. I found out today that I have no choice but to vote I or I will be arrested and charged with a felony, Gould said while casting his vote. I don't think that this is what the founders had in mind when they used the democratic process to elect our leaders. I find that very disheartening, he concluded via video. Um, This was from uh, the Mojave County Board of Supervisors meeting. His name was Ron Gould. 
He was not alone, though. There was another uh, fellow board member named a supervisor named Hildy Angius. I don't know how to pronounce that name. My apologies. She claimed also that she would face uh, legal action for not certifying the result and further expressed a desire to avoid disenfranchising voters. She did, however, this this according to uh, justthenews.com, said that she expressed optimism about her own county's results, but cited issues in Maricopa County among her mis- misgivings, which is schizophrenic. That's schizophrenic and rid- ridiculous. Um, delaying this vote again will only prolong the <clears throat> agony without actually changing anything. What we certify here today is only Mojave County's vote. I'm confident about this county under Mojave to not certify. Um not, so now I'm not only outraged over the fact that we had a fraudulent election that disenfranchised voters in Arizona run in part in Maricopa County by somebody who actually started a pack specifically, supposedly to, to stop MAGA candidates from winning in Arizona in non-federal uh, uh, offices, but actually only spent money to try to stop specifically Carrie Lake from winning in her race. That's not America. And no, that's not what our founders wanted. And now we've got these two elected officials saying that they were under threat to certify the elections in Mojave County. One, and they went squishy and they went weak. A threat of what? Who made the threats? If you're going to talk about the fact that you've been threatened and you're under duress, you had the microphone. That was the time to say, so t- such and such from the sheriff's office, such and such from here, so and so from there, threatened to arrest me and charge me with felonies. And oh, by the way, no. No. You're not a hero for alleging that you're under duress to certify a fraudulent election and then going along with it. That doesn't make you a hero. It makes you a coward. And especially makes this Hildy a coward because she claimed that it would that it would only add to the fraud if she didn't certify the election. What kind of twisted nonsense is that? That's that's like somebody saying I, I uh, 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 an abuser telling his wife I beat you because I love you. Oh, I've got to certify the election because if I don't, if voters were disenfranchised in this election. So I have to certify this election so I don't disenfranchise anybody else. This is where we're at. Do you? Th- am I wrong, Skins? Do you think that these people, do you agree with me that these people should, have, you, if you're not brave enough, the whole they're taking a vote. What's the point of having the vote to certify if you're not allowed to say no? That doesn't make sense to me. Am I wrong, Skins? Make it make sense to me. I wish I could make it make sense to you, Andrea, but it's, you know, we're led to believe that these are the most safest, securest elections we've ever had. Yet when we try and do the checks and balances, we're not allowed to do the checks and balances because we're pretty much said, hey, if you don't do what we tell you to do, yeah, you're going to have problems. And these people, their title is Board of Supervisors. They're threatening them. Yeah. But where's the supervision? If you have supervised this. And you're in under the supervision. First of all, that means it's your responsibility to ensure it's done properly. And if it's not done properly and you have supervised it, mean you've paid attention to what's going on and you don't believe that what went on was legal and accurate and properly managed. It's your job to say no. And isn't that what then there's no point in taking a vote. So there's no legitimate means for this threat. 
Or maybe he wasn't even threatened. Maybe there was no threat. And these are just people trying to save face and try to justify certifying a fraudulent election. According to the numbers of disenfranchisement, it was anywhere between 50,000 and 100,000 votes, certainly enough to far and exceed the margin of victory for Kerry Lake and for Abe Hamaday. Hey, you want some good news? Sure. Remember how we were talking the other night that Musk might be kicked off of the, the app store if he continues to allow conservatives back on Twitter, et cetera? Yeah. Well, apparently, Musk has been uh, quoted on saying that if he's kicked off, he is making his own phone. Good. Okay. I think that's going to force them to play a little bit more fair. Um. Because he could do it. He can create a competitive phone in a heartbeat. Well, if they don't bankrupt him somehow first, one of the things we've been con- continuing to hear from the White House is that they got to keep their eye on him. They got to investigate him. Because he stands up for free speech. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the Senate passed the same-sex marriage bill today. What does that mean? What does that mean for our religious freedoms? Do we have any left? Nope. We're going to talk about that nope. when we come back from the break. Andrea K, the Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, breaking news. I've never heard of Jake Flint. Evidently, he's a country singer, and he um, died in his sleep Saturday night, just hours after his wedding, 37 years old, sudden adult death syndrome. It's literally everyday skins. Somebody sent me the link to watch the movie Died Suddenly, which uh, Stu Peters film. I hadn't had a chance to watch it, and I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm going to watch it tonight. I mean, w- with everything we've been talking about, Andrea, it, it is literally whenever I hear about a death that's somebody that's far too young, it's the first thing that pops in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely it is. Had tip to Twitter. Here, here's the article that I, I mentioned earlier that Twitter says it's no longer enforcing the COVID-19 misleading information policy. Well, that's all well and good, but you know what, at this point... Um, you know, uh, the the I read a quote recently, I think it was last week, uh, about how um, hard it is to convince people that they've been conned, basically. That when somebody, that people become so, um, so um, attached to their decisions because to admit they've made a mistake is too difficult for some people. So they will continue to believe in, in, in the face of continue to believe the lie that they were told, the con that was told to them, and because they they don't they they can't bear to think that they've even been in conned. the face of facts. Yeah, even in the face of facts, because they can't bear to think that they've been conned, and that's what's going on here, right? I couldn't verify it. I heard a report today that the CDC knew about uh, myocarditis um, and left it out of the the post. Um, trial information. Can't well, of, course, of course they of did. Course because they did. how many people would have still made the same decision? Yeah. So same sex, let's talk about the Senate passing the same sex marriage bill with bipartisan support. Um, one of the things that makes this confusing for me is did we not have the Supreme Court legalize same sex marriage in this country? So then why would the Senate feel the need to pass a same sex marriage bill? 
called the Respect for Marriage Act. And by the way, it's not a respect for marriage because marriage is a religious designation and we should have never gone down this this path, in my opinion. And I fought against this when Proposition 8 was was coming up here in California and the the Supreme Court was hearing this case. I said, conservatives are missing the mark. If we want to protect religious freedoms, we will say, let's go to civil unions. I don't need the government to declare for me whether or not I'm married, because if you're a Christian, you know that that's really between you and the Lord. The state recognizes that, that your marriage, if you will, your union is a financial arrangement. The terms and conditions are defined by whatever state you're living in. It is essentially a civil contract and a financial one to attach the word marriage to it leads us to where we are today, that the very people that have pushed for separation of church and state, that have pushed to deny us our religious freedoms, have glommed on to a religious designation of marriage so that they can pierce our religious freedoms. The reason why the Senate, in my opinion, has passed this, quote, Respect for Marriage Act, which included the support of 12 Republicans, Supposedly, this is to um, ensure that if Louisiana passes same-sex marriage, that Washington state has to, has to abide by that. So the first issue with that is my understanding is, correct me if I'm wrong, people, but when the Supreme Court passed the law of same-sex marriages, there's not a state in the union that does not allow for same-sex marriages. It was centralized. So why the need to do this? Mike Lee says the reason why they wanted to do this is to pierce our religious freedoms. This is the greatest assault on our religious freedoms that we faced yet. And here's how. Because it says that there is no protections for your religious freedoms here. That the purpose behind this bill is to criminalize. And this is what I warned a long time ago. Let's not go down this road of marriage. Let's take marriage away from everybody. What do you care in this country? I was with Rand Paul then. He said, I don't want my gun or my marriage registered with the government. Now we've, now we're down this road to where our religious freedom, this is what I warned about. They're saying nobody's going to be forced to perform a same-sex marriage. This isn't about taking anybody's religious freedoms away. Oh, it's not? Here's how, here's how religious freedoms, here's how it can play out involving denying people's religious freedoms. Um, the IRS, there's, there's, there's no, uh, and Mike Lee wanted to propose an amendment that would, the language in here, they're trying to, they're trying to tell the American people that the language in here protects religious freedoms when it doesn't. And in fact, it leaves open for the IRS to seek to to sick some of those 87,000 new IRS agents to go after nonprofit organizations to deny them their tax exempt status if they don't agree with same sex marriage. And you think of all the faith based nonprofits in this country, the faith based nonprofits in this country that hold conservative beliefs. Whether it's adoption agencies for children, whether it's, um, oh gosh, there's just so many. And now they can, they can have, and now they can have the IRS come to deny, and think about the crippling effect that that could have on our society. This is why, it, 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 at the open of the show, I said, we got to be thinking about, instead of focusing on China and what's going on around the world, or Ukraine. By the way, who's talking about Ukraine today? Didn't this China story just knock Ukraine right off the map, right? 
They want us focused on around the world because they don't want us to see the very communist tactics that are being used against us and to destroy this nation right here at home. And this is what we need to be paying attention to. I'm going to quickly go to the phones before I took a break because it looks like um, a, a communist uh, an expert in matters such as communism and tyranny has called in to weigh in. It's Don Jans. He wants to comment on the Supreme Court with same-sex marriage. Hello, Don Jans. Thanks for calling in. You're sure welcome, Andrea, on uh, the difference between a republic and a democracy. Is in a democracy, your majority makes the law. In a republic, you have a written law. Mm-hmm. A constitutional republic, you have a written law. In our constitution, which is a supreme law of the land. The Constitution gives the Supreme Court no authority whatsoever to make law. Mm-hmm. The, only, the, the Supreme Court only has the right to render opinions. The only people that can make law would be Congress. The only people in the right. Constitution so, that have that right. right so my law. question, as it related to the same-sex marriage, was Supreme Court heard arguments that it was uh, that it was a right under the Constitution uh, that uh, the states could not deny um, that it was a. I think it was about discrimination and equal equal protection act. I think it was under equal protection. So, so then that's why I said I think every state out there they didn't craft law. They said that it would be illegal to deny this. And so my understanding was then every state in the union crafted laws to make it legal for same-sex marriage. I'm not aware of any state that did not pass legislation to make same-sex marriage legal. So why the need for the Senate to be passing this bill, their Respect for Marriage Act, it's because they want to deny religious freedoms, and particularly in the realm of nonprofits. Right. That's the position of the Senate. And it's just like the the, um, the, um, Democrats, believe that or want now to codify uh, abortion, mm-hmm. same, same concept. And once, once it's codified, because under the Constitution, the federal law always, always um, uh, um, supersedes state law. And so, so this is about, so idea, I get it. So you're saying this is about centralizing this, so now no state can go totally, back. But, totally. And what do communists do? They centralize. Yeah. Yeah. And we had 12 Republicans that were on board with this. Um, some of the usual rhinos are, rhinos are rhinos are useful idiots of the communists. Yeah. Rhinos are going to rhino. This is the uniparty system. Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Shelby yep. Moore, Capito, Susan Collins, Joni Ernst. If you ever thought Lisa Murkowski, so the usual, you know, pigs that Romney. I can't. St- yeah. Mitt Romney, Ron Portman, Tom Tillis. Yep. Yeah. 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 The rhinos. And they and they were happy to push this through um, because um, they're they're not sure what's going to happen with Walker. Although although I don't think they needed Walker, I think they had enough of a filibuster proof um, that they would have gotten this through anyway. Now, but really, they wanted to get it through because they know that they they're going to lose uh, the house. It now goes to the house, and we have a majority in the house. Um, But I I would think that you would agree. I'm curious, um, before I have to let you go, Don Jans, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm aggravated that how this China story is dominating so many people because it really... Um, it, it, it's what's going on over there doesn't the real issue that we have to be worried out, uh, about in terms of pushing communism is here at home. And I'm tired of hearing Absolutely. about how China is so draconian. This is about the draconian crap going on over there with covid. It was it was draconian for us here. Here's where we need to stay mm-hmm. focused. Here is where we got to be worried about. 
Absolutely. And what what we're what we're finding is that Fauci sent his his uh, his guy over there, and, and the guy comes back and says, "Hey, um, uh, China locked down. We've got a lockdown." And Fauci says, "Well, anything China does is good is right." We are following our our American left and our rhinos are advocating for communism. They're following the communists in in China, and they're doing exactly what China does. Now, we also have a huge, huge protest going on down in Brazil. Millions of Mm. people Mm -hmm. out in the streets. Why are they protesting? Because uh, of a stolen election. And we hear nothing about that in our press, nothing, because they agree with stolen elections. Yeah. So um, what to do? What to do? Thirty. I'm going to give you 30 seconds before we got to go. So we've correctly identified the communist push in this country. Um, right. What do we do? Well, I think we have to. We have to understand who we are and what we are. And too many Americans aren't, and we're afraid to discuss it. We are afraid to talk about the fact that democracy is a dictatorship, and it always leads. It always leads. Uh, uh, has led to communism in the past. We have to understand why we were formed the way we were formed. We have to teach it. We have to talk about it around the Thanksgiving and the Christmas uh, tables, and we cannot back away from it. We cannot, we cannot bend to the wokeness that is going on. We, we also bend. need, we need some kind of mass movement as well, Don Jans. I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're talking Millions. about, we need, and I, and it needs to be millions. Where was yes. the protest by all the conservatives? Everybody's talking about Balenciaga. Where's all the protests and conservatives? We should all be in New York City, up and down outside of the Balenciaga store in Madison Avenue, right? We're, we're, we're yeah. just, we're, we're not unified here. And it well, aggravates and we're me. We're afraid. We're afraid. We, 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 we are afraid of criticism. We're afraid that somebody's going to uh, say that we're racist. Uh, they're going to say we're racist regardless. We are afraid to stand up for freedom, and that's why we're losing our freedom. We are too compliant. We, are, we have become a compliant population. Compliant, compliant and apathetic. Compliant and, and they always become enslaved. Those populations always become enslaved. Yep. And until we have a, a, a massive, I mean, like Brazil, millions of people out in the streets, nothing's going to change. No, it won't. Well, it's sad, but, you know, we're not here to, to serve ice cream to those who like ice cream. I don't. All right, Don Jans, thank you for calling in. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I think we got to shift gears and have some laughs when we come back from this break. That's what we got to do. So stay tuned. We got more Andrea K. Show on its way. Uh, appreciate the comments on the sound. I, that's actually on, on the stream. It's actually not us here in the station, by the way. So if you're hearing any sound, if you're watching online on uh, through Facebook or through Twitter and there's sound issues, actually not us. So just, just FYI. Thank you for hanging in there, by the way. Um, but that's not on our end. So stay tuned. AK. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, seeing reports of, of at least ten tornadoes striking Mississippi um, and across uh, Choctaw County. Um, my grandma was a Choctaw, by the way. Um, small percentage, so um, there's that. But anyway. Um, Wow, that's scary. Uh, I've been in some tornado warnings before, and that's it's incredibly frightening. So thoughts and prayers to everybody, my peeps down in that area, because i got family 
across Mississippi in those areas. Okay, so what can we have some fun with this segment? Can we have some laughs talking about the fact that Will Smith has a movie out and he actually thinks people are going to go see it? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe before the slap, but not now. Thanks for the giggles, Will Smith. Google, I don't even know the name of this movie. Can you Google it real quick for me, my man? I mean, if, uh, who would go see this movie? I mean, besides maybe his kids, right? Or maybe the producers or whoever. I mean, can, no, no. He, he said in an interview today, I heard, uh, I think he did one of the late night shows where he said, look, man, everybody's, everybody's going through something. <laughs> it was just one of those, uh, one of those things. Well, you know, everybody does go through something in life that's true. And it's the hard times that reveal character, right? It's not the good times that reveal character. It's the hard times that reveal character. And people of good character and good integrity don't, don't punch somebody in the face because they're having a bad day. Looks like the new name of the movie is called Emancipation. <laughs> I don't, just the title alone. How ridiculous, right? What poor timing for you, man. I guess you showed who you really are right in time for you to come out with a movie that probably highlights the anti-American sentiment that you and that wife of yours share about a country that made it possible for you to rise to the top of one of the the hardest, I mean, outside of playing for the NFL or the NBA, is there any other industry harder to reach success in than acting? The majority of actors never make a living at it. This man, a black man, rose to the top of it, is worth buku bucks, won an Academy Award that night, and ruined the night for everybody because he's an abuser. And he showed it. Right now, it's all about, oh my gosh, tr- Trump dared to go and, and, have, and, and have a dinner with Kanye West and somebody named Nick Fuentes. And I will tell you guys, that was stupid on Trump's part. Trump's running for president in 22, and I believe that he didn't know who Nick Fuentes was. You're having a dinner with somebody you don't even know who that is in 2024? Why would you why would you sit down as a presidential candidate? First of all, Kanye West is kryptonite. He, he Trump's got to get over this loyalty thing that he's got and start thinking about making some good choices. But that aside, Trump's not anti-Semitic. I think it was a bozo mood move and he's just got to be smarter about it. But no, but that's another story that's dominating everywhere. And Mitch McConnell's coming out and trying to throw Trump under the bus because he had a dinner with somebody, which was a dopey move. Right. But where is everybody saying, no, Will Smith, where's the shunning of him? Right. And by the way, where is the shunning of Ilhan Omar for her anti-Semitic remarks? Remember, it's all about the Benjamins. Right. Remember her wanting to support the BDS movement to boycott Israel. This was supposed to be my fun segment. We were supposed. <laughs> I'm not detecting much fun. We here, were supposed Andrea. to have some laughs. Let's have some. Fa- let's have some laughs over how much this movie is going to bomb at the box office. And I am here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. I hope you guys are going to be here for hour two because coming up we've got Quack and the Whack, which is one of my favorite, most fun segments of the week. We've got that and more with you. So stay tuned. We love you all. Don't go away. We'll see you on the next hour. Three-star 
retired general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.